I know some of y'all don't like my jokes, but I'm going to share it anyway. Um, <laughs> there was a pastor who was standing in the foyer Sunday morning after worship service, and he was greeting the congregation, thanking them for coming, and what have you. And one guy tried to sneak past him, and he said, hey, 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 Mr. Smith, it's good to see you this morning. Thanks for coming. And he said, you ought to consider joining God's army. And Mr. Smith leaned over the past. He said, I, I'm already in God's army. And he said, that's funny because I only see you maybe once or twice a year. And then he leaned over to pass and he said, that's because I'm in the secret service. <laughs> Some of y'all got that. Some of y'all didn't. But praise the Lord anyway. <laughs> I'm going to ask that you stand this morning as I read the word of God. I know some of pastor, you'll probably get some calls later about my, my joke. And I'll be reading from the first chapter of John, as usual, starting at verse 35. And the text reads as follows. The next day again, John was standing with two of his disciples. And he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus, and they followed Jesus. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father God, I'm always thankful for your grace and your mercy, the privilege that we have to open your word and allow it to speak to us. So, Father God, I'm calling on you right now to do what I cannot do. May you increase while I decrease. John understood this, and he understood that his whole purpose in life was to prepare the way for the Savior, and the disciples follow Jesus as a result of John's direction. So that's my prayer this morning, that you would be glorified. May your Holy Spirit have his way this morning. In Jesus' name, let the church say, amen, amen. If you were um, of age in the 80s, mid-80s, and 90s, uh, when I ask you this question, you're going to get it right. It's, I'm probably 99.9% .9 sure you're going to get this question right. And the question that I'm going to ask you this morning is this. Who was the greatest basketball player to ever walk this earth? Who was the GOAT, the greatest of all time? On three, we're going to say it together. Michael Jordan. I know some of you all, probably Daniel and some of the young people think it's LeBron and Steph Curry and all of those guys. But I'm here to tell you, I saw Michael Jordan play personally. I was there. I witnessed the miraculous things he did on the basketball court. Michael Jordan is what you could probably say. He's a, um, a basketball phenom, phenomenal, a global icon. There's no place in the world that Michael Jordan could go and people not know who he is. He's retired from the Bulls for years, years ago. And they're still selling his shoes, his clothing brand. And then up until recently, the Bulls stadiums were sold out because of the influence that Michael Jordan had. Um, but now they, 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 they're not getting sellouts now. But they were for years after he retired. And Michael Jordan, and I tell you, we were on our honeymoon, Rochelle and I, and I, and I, I probably hate to confess this, but, but instead of celebrating our honeymoon, we were watching the Bulls championship. I was in front of the TV and, and hollering and hooping and cheering and yeah, 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 fired up. And I'm thinking about that. And I, as I look back on it, I say, Brandon, as excited as you were about Michael Jordan and the Bulls winning those six championships, 
do you get that fired up and praising God? I felt convicted when I look back on it because there are some things that, that we get excited about and we should reserve. Nothing should get our praise more than our God. Because here's the thing. Michael Jordan may be the king of, king of hoops, but guess what? We serve the king of kings. Amen. Michael Jordan may be able to have defeated all those NBA teams to get the six championships that he brought to the Bulls, but our God conquered Satan. He conquered both sin and death. Amen. Michael Jordan may be able to fly through the air probably a little bit longer than most human beings, but our God is able to walk on water. Our God is able to raise folk from the dead. <laughs> Amen. This is what I'm telling you. I said I had to really look at this thing and say, man, do I praise other things more than praise God, praising God? And for some of you all, it might not be the bulls or the basketball. It might be a hobby. It might be another person. It might be something else. But I'm here to tell you this morning that nothing should receive more of your energy and enthusiasm until when it comes down to praise than our God. So I want to talk about that this morning. There are some things that I want to share. I had a lot on and I had, I had, that I had to condense this thing down. But I want to look at somebody who really, really understood and embraced this whole concept of praise. And that was David. David really understood the importance of praising God. And I like David because David was real. You know, not that the other biblical characters weren't, but David, you saw his ups, his downs, his triumphs, his failures. We get a close, close look at that. But one thing that, that the Lord said about David, David was what? A man after God's own heart. And David really embraced this whole concept of praise. And we see that in Psalms 145, if you have your Bibles, you could go ahead and turn there with me right now. You get there, just go ahead and say amen. Man, that was a weak amen. You get there, you could go ahead and say, wow, I got some work to do this morning. <laughs> Holy Spirit, come on, come on. And the text starting at verse 1 reads as follows. I will extol you my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty works. Now, as we look at that whole uh, that verse one, when he talks about extolling, that means to praise highly. Praise highly. What, what, what am I saying? What is David talking about here? He is praising God highly. He's praising him for his awesomeness. He's praising him for his goodness, his grace, his mercy. He's praising him for his majesty. He's praising him for all these things. And there's different ways that, that we could praise God. And I know some of you all, this is funny because like in your before Christ, there were things that when music come on, you all get all fired up, right? Now you come to church, the music is playing, you're sitting on your hands, <laughs> you're all reserved now. God wants you to bring that same flavor, that same excitement, right? He wants you to bring that same energy in terms of praising him right now. Now you're doing it for a good reason, praising the Lord. But David understood that and he said, I'm going to praise the Lord highly. I'm going to extol you. And, and, and there's different ways to praise God. It may be verbally articulating his awesomeness. You know, his goodness, his grace, his mercy to us and acknowledging him for those things. 
Then it may be uh, through song, maybe through song. And sometimes it could even be through dance. Right? Y'all looking at me, I ain't getting enough amens. Let me, let me go to the scriptures and back myself up because I'm getting it. Turn to Psalms 149, uh, verse 3. And it says this, let them praise his name with dancing, making a melody to him with the tambourine and lyre. You could come in <laughs> and dance and praise the Lord. Now, some of y'all might look at each other crazy. Y'all see me up here dancing. Some of y'all too reserved for that, right? That's okay. If the Holy Spirit moves you to dance and shout and scream and praise the Lord, that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not telling you, don't put on no show. I ain't telling you to come up here and put on a show because pastor be like uh, the, 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 the show they had in New York when you came out and you was bad, they would send the Sandman out to come get you and pull you, pull you out of there. Look at Pastor, like, stop yourself, man. <laughs> I'm not telling you to put on a show. I used to go to St. Luke's, and there was an was a older, older mother of the church, and she would come every single Sunday. She'd come with her walking, and she'd do her little dance. And folk would just, and it was just a normal thing. Now, I don't know where her heart was, if she was doing this to put on a show or what the case may be, but she did this every Sunday. That was her way of praising the Lord. I don't see anything wrong with that. So, Doug, if you want to come out of your reserve way and come out and do a dance, do a jig, that's okay. All right, Elder? It's okay to get excited about God, to get excited about Jesus. Amen. Let's go back to Psalms 145. Y'all was looking at me kind of crazy, so I had, to, I had to give you some scripture on that to back that up. So when y'all see me dancing and stuff, y'all don't, y'all, I'm still being biblical. I'm still walking with God. Donna, like, okay, all right. Here's, there's seven things that I want to give you in terms of praising God this morning. Seven things that I wanna, want you to consider. And as we look at verse two, this is what I want you to consider. The first point is praising God should be a way of life for the believer. As we look at verse two, it says this. It said, every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. David understood this thing that every time he woke up every single day that this was part of his routine. This, your praise should be a regular lifestyle for us. It isn't a, a situation where we come into morning worship on Sunday and, and we praise God. It doesn't just start and end here. Praise must be permeating our lives the other six days of the week. It doesn't just stop here on Sunday when you walk out those doors and you go home and you put your nice little church outfits back in the closet. Or maybe you might sanitize them or put them through the wash, whatever you do. And then that's it. And then I go back and I'm just doing life and just going through life. God is calling us to praise him every single day. Praise should be a regular way of life for each one of us every time we wake up. Because, because God is worthy, worthy to be praised. And you got to count your blessings. He's blessing you every single day. David understood that, that praising God should be a way of life for all of us, for the followers of Jesus. Praise should be a way of life for us. The second point I want you to consider is this, is that praise should be a testament to God's greatness. When you look at verse 2, it says this. It says, I'm sorry, verse 3, it says this. It says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Y'all heard the song. Um, I can't think of the guy that wrote 
song, Nobody Greater, Nobody Greater. I think that's where he got this from, Nobody Greater Than You. I searched all over. Look at Pastor, like, stop singing, man. Stop right there. I don't care. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to put it out there. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater than you. There's nobody greater than God. There's nobody that doesn't even come close in terms of stratosphere. And there's a lot of people that are out there searching through a lot of things. A lot of things. And I'm here to tell them this morning, if they was here and they could hear me, those under the sound of my voice, hear this and hear it good, that there's nobody greater than God. And that's why we praise him. We don't praise him because of what he can do for us. Because here's the thing I want you to consider this. Here's the thing. If God decided not to bless you anymore going forward today, that doesn't take away from his worthiness and his greatness to be praised. Because here's the thing. If he never lifts another finger for you, he's already done too much. He's already done too much. And so that's no, it's just not, it's not because of uh, uh, um, his, his, his things that he do for you that you be able to praise him when he's not doing for when you don't feel blessed. Because I got to tell you, that's sometimes when, when, when I, I don't feel God there. I don't feel, I'm going through some things and I'm like, Lord, I, I, I was sick recently and, and there was times, I'll be honest with you saints, I didn't feel like praising God. I was going through some stuff. And I think about David. David had the same emotion. If you look at Psalms chapter 22, it says, Lord, Lord, why is thou forsaken me? Man, David felt this, the same emotion. And that's why I could connect with him on that level. But there's times where you don't feel like praising God. It doesn't take away the fact that we should and that he's worthy and he is greatly to be praised. But it's not about your feelings. <laughs> Understand? It's not about I'm glad God don't operate the way that we do based on feelings, you know, and then here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sometimes I don't feel like coming to church. Shut your mouth, Deacon Savage. You can't say that. Sometimes I don't feel it. Sometimes I got a headache. Sometimes my sinuses are bad. Sometimes I'm going through some things, but I tell you what happens when I get here. When I fight through that, part of it is Satan, part of it is the flesh. But when I get here and I walk through those doors and I see the saints of God and the music start playing and the word is preaching, somebody will come up and give me a word of encouragement and say, man, how can I pray for you, brother? I am energized. I am energized. And I walk out and it happened to us every single Friday night. Pete and Doug can testify to this, is that when we, we were... All of us are working full-time jobs, and we don't have no easy jobs. We're dealing with, with pests, and Peter, Pete's dealing with the, the pests at the school, the kids. <laughs> he's, he's dealing with them. I'm sorry, young people. I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, Lord. I shouldn't have said that. But, you know, those kids can be challenging. That is a tough job, dealing with them. I'd rather be dealing with the rats and roaches sometimes. It's probably a little bit easier than dealing with them sometimes. But, but here's the thing. We would be exhausted when we come in and we would sit in that room in there and be like, Lord, what are we doing? I'm, I'm tired. We, I, I don't have the energy. But when those kids come through that door, we would be bouncing off the things, Pastor. We would be up here on the things, running around. Now you got cameras in here now. We can't do that stuff now. 
but we would be jumping around, chairs everywhere. I'm telling on us right now, <laughs> it's okay. But with the energy, the enthusiasm, in terms of the excitement that we would be, get because we knew that we were investing in those kids. And here's the thing, and this is gonna drive one of my points later is, we were teaching those kids, in essence, how to praise God. We were teaching them about the things of God. And if they saw us not excited, guess what? And I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because that's one of my points to come. But the, we would get fired up about that. But the energy of coming and knowing that we were coming and we were ministering to those kids. And it was all about Jesus. Amen? Y'all don't sound like y'all with me. I'm going to have to go back over the points. We're not going to never get out of here if y'all don't spice it up. Talk about praising God. Some of y'all going to go watch the basketball after this or whatever. Y'all going to be so excited. But y'all can't say amen. Wow, that's weak. We're going to keep on moving. But here's my next point. As I was saying, our praise should be a testimony and schoolmaster to the next generation. Our praise, let me reiterate that. Our praise should be a testimony and schoolmaster to the next generation. This is what David said. It says, one generation, in verse 4, one generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. You are training your kids how to praise God. So when you wake up on Sunday morning and you're not excited about coming to church, you're not excited, it's a, it's a chore for you, your kids are watching that. And they are learning how to or how not to praise God. When you show up here late on Sunday mornings, we are training our kids how to or how not to Praise God. I'm stepping on some toes. I'm like stepping on my own toes over here. I'm stepping on my own toes, but I'm keeping it real. We're training the next generation. They need to, they need to understand the importance of praising God because they're going to be teaching their kids about how to praise God. So if they don't learn it from us, it's going to be mad out of the chaos. They won't get it. They won't understand. And so we need to be mindful of that, is that how our kids are watching us. And then again, it's not just here on Sunday worship. It doesn't start. I, I think this is important to come together. We're called to come together collectively as a body and worship God. That's, that's important. But what about the other six days? They need to be seeing it. My kids are tired of me saying this to them. But I tell them sometimes, I say, y'all don't really realize your life is too good. They say, what are you talking about, Dad? They don't get it. I'm saying y'all hadn't had to go through the things that I had to go through. You had to flip the light switch and wonder whether the lights were going to come on. You never had to heat your bath water up on a hot plate and take a, take a wash up. You never had to open up your diggum smacks and have cockroaches in your diggum smacks. You ever had to live. And thank God for that. You better thank Jesus for that. You didn't have to go through because I'm thanking him for you. But they tired of me hearing me say that. Oh, Dad. Get out of here. You're just tripping. Dad's gone crazy. Here he go again with that my life too good stuff. You better thank Jesus. My daughter back there laughing, she better know. She know I tell her this all the time. Your life is too good. And I thank God for that. But appreciate what I'm telling you is, is praise God. Thank him. Bless his name. Bless his name for how you got it right now. I'm glad that you don't have to have roaches in your diggum smacks. I'm glad. Some of y'all, some of y'all, 
Anybody here can relate? Nobody's going to raise their hand. No, no, uh, one person in the back. One person going to keep it. Oh, we got two. We got two. Can we get three? Can we get three? Can we get three? Oh, we got Cynthia Slater, the West Side Roaches. Was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going, I'm going off the, the deep end. I'm going all off the deep end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get back. <laughs> let's, let's get back to the word. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to thank God. I thank him every day. And I, I marvel. I said, Lord, I'm, I'm, my kids' lives are so, so different. My, different. I, I can't. I, I watched my daughter playing the cello the other day, and I'm just like, wow. I didn't even know what a cello was. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. But I think y'all got the point. My next point is this. Our praise should be sacrificial. Our praise should be freely given. Our praise, God shouldn't have to wrestle the praise away from you and coerce you and say, please, please come, come, come praise me. We should freely offer our praise to God. Look at Hebrews. You don't have to turn there for the sake of time, but Hebrews 13, 15 says this. It says, through him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. God shouldn't have to wrestle praise away from us. Now, if you, you think about this, if, if, if Doug, I, I use you as an illustration here. Um, if, if I said, Doug, I appreciate all that you do in Sunday school, and uh, I want to give you um, $1,000. I, I don't have it right now, but I want to give you $1,000. And so next Sunday comes by, and Doug is waiting for that $1,000. And, and I don't have a thousand dollars. So Doug's like, hey, where's that thousand dollars, Brother Savage? You you said you was gonna give me. I say, okay, then another week go by. Holler at me next week. Another week go by. I still don't have the thousand dollars. How are you gonna feel, Doug? Doug probably, and Doug is real reserved, so maybe he's not the, the right person to use. Pete would probably grab me by my, my tie and say, Man, where's my thousand dollars? Give me my thousand dollars. God shouldn't have to do that to us. He shouldn't have to do that. We should freely give him his praise because he is worthy and greatly to be praised. He shouldn't have to coerce it from us. He should be free. We should be like, here it is, Lord. Every single day, we should be giving it up and giving it up to him every single day. It doesn't matter when it is. We need to be praising God every single day. Amen. It should be sacrificial. And here's one, my next point, my fifth point, if y'all actually keeping notes. Our praise should persist even through our pain. Our praise should persist even through our pain. And that's a difficult one. I just, I shared earlier that when I was in the hospital, I was in there, I, I mean, I was in some, it was in some serious pain. And it was difficult for me to, to be praising God at that time. But I, I tell you, I was encouraged by this. I'll share this after I share this verse with you. I think about this. I think about Job and what Job went through. And I look at Job uh, chapter 1, verses 20 to 22. It says this. It says, Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came into from my mother's womb. 
and naked shall I return. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with, with wrong. Now, Job had lost all his possessions. He had lost his, his family. And eventually it came to a point where his health was impacted. And he said, I will, he fell down and worshiped. Worship the Lord at that time. Job understood some things. Job understood this whole idea of praise. He understood, he understood this thing from here. You know, as I was in the hospital, I shared, um, I was encouraged by a few things. One, I knew the saints of God was praying for me. That was encouraging. And people would call me. I said, man, just please pray. I was asking everybody to pray. Please pray. And here, I got a phone call from Mama Donna. And here's the thing. She was actually going in for surgery on her knee. And she was calling the same day to ask about me. I told Rochelle, I don't want to talk to her. I said, she needs to be concerned about her situation. But she was calling to check on me. And I said, I can't talk to her right now. And she called the hospital. The nurse said, there's a lady. Mama Donna is on the phone. She wants to talk to you. And I was like, what? And so I said, Mama, how you doing? I can't have you calling, checking on me. You got your own situation. She said, honey, child, I'm, I'm thanking Jesus. I'm fine. I'm going to be all right. Praise the Lord. And I was, I marveled at that. And she, she, I marveled at that. And I was like, here it is that she's in pain and she's going through her situation. She's worried about me. But most importantly, she's praising God in the midst of it. I felt about this big. I said, you better man up, boy. You better man up. This And I, I her age, I ain't going to tell, tell her age, but I said, this lady got it. She's going through this thing, and she's in probably worse shape than you are, and she's praising God, and only that, she's concerned about the, the believers. She's calling her son, saying, hey, son, how you doing? How's it going? I was encouraged by that. And somebody else ministered to me. Somebody else ministered to me, Lisa Morrison. I was in tears when, when Lisa Morrison shared this with me. Her and Pete came to visit, and she began to, to encourage me when she said, you know what, Brandon, when I think about your situation, I think about the woman with the issue of blood and how Jesus, in essence, what she was telling me, she said, Brandon, in a nutshell, this is what she said. She said, Jesus will meet you just like he took care of her. He's going to take care of you. And I was encouraged. I was encouraged by that. And I thank you, Lisa. I thank you, Pete. I thank all of you all for your prayers. And I was praying. I was when y'all I was praising God. I was in there. I was up all night just thanking the Lord, thanking the Lord for the body, praising him for putting people in my life to minister to me at my time of trouble. Amen. Praising our God should persist even through our pain. Our sixth point is this. If you want to get close to God, you want to get close to God, here's the thing. Praise ushers in the presence of God. Praise ushers in the presence of God. When you look at Psalms 22, verse 3, it says, But thou art holy, O thy that inhabitest the praises of Israel. God dwells where the praise is. Think about it. If we, if we come into, we want God to engulf this place. We want God to be in this place. We better be praising him. We better be praising him. We can't sit on our hands. If you want to be close to him, praise him. Praise him. And here's the thing. 
Our last point is this. So get ready to wrap this thing up. Praise on earth is practice for what we will be doing for all of eternity in heaven. What I'm telling you this morning is that you better get your praise game on now. Because this is what we're going to be doing all of eternity, praising God. Y'all don't hear me. Ain't nobody said amen. People looking down. I don't know if they write notes. But you're going to be praising God for all of eternity. And I know most of you all have never experienced this, the whole idea of remedial classes. And this is my sanctified imagination working right now. So, Pastor, don't be talking about, man, you wasn't biblical. So here's the thing. Anybody ever had to take a remedial class? Nobody's going to put that. Well, let me, but do y'all know what a remedial class is? It's for the people that are slow to catch up with the other folk. Think about it. You get to heaven and you got to take a remedial class on praise. Wow. Uh, Deacon Savage, right this way. Uh, you've been enrolled into that. Now, that's just me talking, Pastor. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say that was biblical. But think about that. God, you got to work on how to praise God. No, get your game on now. Because this is what we're going to be doing for all of eternity. The angels are going to be worshiping the Lord. Y'all don't, y'all look like y'all don't hear me on that. I don't, y'all still, I, I'm not impressed by the amens. I'm, 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 I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Let's go. Let's look at Revelations. Let's look at Revelations 19, starting at verse 5. 19, starting at verse 5. Here we go. And I call myself with my Bible on my iPad. Now I got a maneuver here. It says this. And from the throne came a voice saying, praise our God. All you his servants, you who fear him, small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be uh, the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters and like the sound of mighty peal of thunder, crying out, hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the mighty, the almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the lamb has come and his bridegroom has made herself ready. So we, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be praising God all of eternity. All of eternity. This is what we're going to be doing in heaven. So the angels are around saying, holy, 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 holy to the Lord. This is what we're going to So get your what? Praise game together now. I don't hear no amen. Still trying to get an amen. It's just I don't think y'all got it. Pastor, I'm going to do a part two next Sunday. As I bring this thing to a close, here's the thing I want you to consider. And again, I don't know if you all, uh, any Bears fans here? Any Bears fans? We got a few Bears fans. So if you're a Bears fan, you know what tailgating is, right? You know what tailgating is? That's where uh, a lot of the Bears fans would bring their vehicles and grills and coolers and all kind of foods and all this stuff. And they would camp out in the Bears parking lot down there before the game. And it was kind of, it's kind of like a pep rally, getting all excited, excited and encouraged and, and, you know, for the game. And, you know, these people would be off the chain before the game even started. They see them, they got the face paints on. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get nobody to, to, to follow me on this. So I'm going to put it out there right now. Here, 
Here's what I'm thinking. I said, what if we got so excited about coming to worship and praise the Lord and we were camped out here before service playing praise and worship music and, and having a good old time when those doors that we would even be past the Oliver Jeffries here. What? Shut your mouth. <laughs> I to be standing there with both fingers up like, what? I can't believe this. What if we were so excited about praising God that we would get here early outside? Then the praise would spill into the building. And by the time we started service, it would be so much energy and enthusiasm. I wonder what God would think about that. Amen. I, wonder, I think he would be pleased with that. Now, the question on the table is, who's with me? Amen. <laughs> My goodness. I'm going back to St. Luke's, Pastor. <laughs> I'm going back to St. Luke's. The little old lady, I think she might still be there. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look for it. But serious, saints, I think we really need to take this whole idea of praise seriously. God expects it. He demands it from us that we praise him greatly because he is greatly to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. God has done so much for us, blessed us in so many ways that oftentimes that we can, we can only praise him when we've come through something. God, whether we come through it or not, God is still worthy to be praised. And he expects that from us every single day. If you're struggling in this area, I want to pray for you. I know sometimes I, I, I put it out there. I never want to stand up here and act like I got it all together because uh, I would be a liar. I fail sometimes in this area. and Sometimes I'm caught up in my own situation, in my own flesh, and, and, and I need prayer in this area. And if that's you, you're saying, man, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not always praising God. Uh, this is not always high priority on my list. I, I need to work on that. So when, we, when I get to the other side, I want to have my praise game together. So if that's you, you stand. If you, if you don't, uh, that's okay too. But let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for your word this morning. I thank you uh, that it could get us back on track when we kind of lose focus. Lord, so thankful for that, Lord. And I pray uh, for myself as well as those that are standing, Lord, that, that we want to make this thing a priority. We want to make this thing part of our daily routine, this whole concept, this whole idea. We want to embrace the whole concept of praise, Lord. So help us in that area. Help us to clear those distractions, those other things. Uh, we get excited about so much other stuff. But when it comes to you, we kind of drop the ball sometimes. So we want to confess that, Lord. Uh, we want to, as a church, church body, we want, we want to make sure that's a major priority for us because, again, you expect it. And I'm excited to see what you do, especially when we get to the other side, that this is going to be ongoing for the rest of eternity where we're going to praise you throughout. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.